Good morning and welcome to Friday morning, May the 8th in 2020 on When I Rise. We're in year A in the fifth Sunday of Easter. And on the Fridays of the week, we like to tackle the gospel text for the week. And so we're back in John's gospel uh, to share a little bit more from Jesus' last moments with his disciples on this fifth Sunday of Easter. We'll be in John chapter 14, verses 1 through 14. So I will read that passage. I'll provide a couple points of reflection. Then I'll gear us towards a time of prayer together as we face this day. Thanks for making this part of your morning on When I Rise. Let's allow our souls to rise and meet God together in a time of prayer. John chapter 14, verses 1 through 14. Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. My Father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have not told you that I am going to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you with me, so that you will always be where I am. You know the way to the place where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you are going, and so how can we know the way? Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you really know me, you will know my Father as well. From now on, you do not know him. You do know him and have seen him. Philip said, Lord, show us the Father and that will be enough for us. Jesus answered, don't you know me, Philip, even after I've been among you this whole time? Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Don't you believe that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own authority. Rather, it is the Father living in me who does his work. Believe me when I say that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me, or at least believe on the evidence of the works themselves. Very truly, I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I've been doing, and they'll they'll do even greater things than these, because I'm going to the Father. And I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You may ask me for anything in my name, and I will do it. This is the word of God for us. Spiritual thinker Dallas Willard suggests that if you and I want to understand the narrative of the Bible, is that God is seeking to make friends. Uh, Bishop Todd Hunter also said, that uh, one of the main functions of ministry is for God to find cooperative friends of Jesus. We see this in God's pursuit of Abraham in the book of Genesis. Uh, Abraham is noted as one who is a friend of God as people meditated upon his story. We come to a time in the Gospels where Jesus is spending some time in the upper room with his friends. This is the night that he's going to be handed over to be betrayed. And so he's filling them in on the nature of of the events ahead and what it's going to mean for them. Jesus wants to glorify his Father, but he also wants to bring his friends along with him. And so one of the operative questions that Dallas Willard gave those who he taught was uh, simply this idea. Jesus talked about the kingdom of God, and each of us have a kingdom. Our kingdom may may be small, may be large, uh, depending on who you are. A kingdom is a place where when we make decisions, when we call the shots, things happen. Now that's just personal decisions that we make, but also you and I get authority on certain matters. And so when we say things, uh, things happen. And so the invitation to become a disciple of Jesus is to take those kingdoms that we have and to give it to God so that his kingdom expands through the resignation of our own kingdom. And Jesus talks about the shape of what that looks like. 
Jesus says that we'll be in a place where we're in the Father's house, which means that we have uh, ownership with whatever God is doing. Uh, he also tells us that there's great promises in this regard, that uh, whenever we ask for anything in his name, that he'll do it because we join in the partnership of he and the Father as they execute the Father's plan in the world around us. Jesus says that we'll do even greater things than he did during his earthly ministry. This has caused many to speculate what Jesus could have even meant by that. Uh, is it the types of things that he was doing or just maybe more in supply than what he was able to do because he was one person conducting ministry? Whatever it is, Jesus promises us that our life will look like his life. Our requests, as he uh, teaches us to pray, look like his requests. And as the Father granted his requests, the Father will grant our requests. And so what's at stake here is for us to understand that we can hand over our life and kingdom to God and it'll begin to look a lot like Jesus. So I'm going to pray a short prayer today that we would be eager to hand over our kingdoms to make them God's kingdom and that we'll see a life that looks a lot like Jesus because we are cooperative friends with him. Let's spend some time praying this morning. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, I thank you today that you're a gracious and you're a good God. Lord, I thank you for the testimony of Abraham, where the scripture says that he believed you and it was credited to him as righteousness. I thank you that Jesus was faithful to the end, that he showed us what the faithful way is like. And I thank you for the promises found in our passage this morning, that Jesus prepares a place with us so that we can live in communion with the Father. God, I thank you that there are promises in this scripture that talk about our intimacy with you, that we can join in the work that you have with the creation uh, story that you have been planning and conducting all around us. I thank you that we can do the works of Jesus because Jesus dwells within us and he dwells within you. God, I thank you for the promises of prayer that we can ask for anything in the name of Jesus and it'll be done for us, that our, our requests and that our words of prayer get mingled with the prayer of Jesus and that we are knit together and in unity and with one with you and the Father. And so God, this day I thank you for the great grace, this gift of being in friendship with you. God, it was said of Abraham that he was a friend of God and Lord, I pray for myself and for all of us as we pray together. May that be said of us as well, that no matter what we said and what we did or what we were able to do in our employment history or the families that you were able to give us, maybe said of us more than anything else that we are friends with God. Because as people looked at our life, they said that's what a life with friendship with God might look like in their estimation. And so God, I pray that you'd help us to hand over our kingdoms to you. There are realms of influence that we all have, ways in which that when we make decisions, things happen and the world changes and moves. So God, in humble submission to you, we hand over our kingdoms to you. We pray that we, you would make them your kingdom, that we would be able to, to witness and to watch how you change the world around us because we don't live for our strength, by our strength alone and for our ways alone. Now we live for you and for you alone. So God, bless our lives with your presence. Change our words so that we can make appeals to you in prayer that cause your actions to be made known in the earth. God, I pray that the works that we do bear witness to the works of Christ. So God, apprehend our lives. We hand everything over to you fresh and new. We ask God that your kingdom would come and that your will be done in our lives. I ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.